I don't know. I heard we were going to be talking about Star Wars today. We so are. We're talking I about are. Star Wars? Yay! I, I, thought, <laughs> I thought I'd get in the mood. Well, excellent. There's no better way to set the mood than with John Williams. That's true. I guess. I think that's situational, but... Yeah, it depends, depends on the mood um, you're trying to set. Yeah. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. I mean, it could be Imperial March. It could be Luke's theme. Yeah. I, it could be the Indiana Jones theme. It could be the Jaws theme. It could be the Superman theme, and that's the best one. Fair enough. <laughs> it's hard to argue with. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, well, what we're going to try out today is something a little bit different. Uh, our friend Andy here. Oh, that's me. Is uh, not as well-versed in Star Wars, in especially in certain parts, as Stephanie and I am. We, uh, I've read most of the legacy stuff and... Basically everything pre-Disney buying Star Wars, mm-hmm. I, I've delved into heavily, and then I pretty knows much pretty much all the current stuff. Yeah, no, I know a lot of the current stuff. Um, not as much in the comics and the books as uh, as you may think. Like I know a little bit more toward the prequel end of things than even the original or sequel. Uh, I definitely got you when it comes to any of the animated stuff. Uh, Resistance, I'm still working on it because it is still so new. Um, but other than that, you know, like my knowledge pretty much starts at 1999 and goes through whatever Star Wars exists. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Okay. And, you know, uh, that's not when I started watching. Uh. Yeah, I was an avid collector of the uh, the books and everything when I was younger. Once Timothy Zahn put out that first Thr- Thrawn trilogy, mm. I was hooked and I read every oh, single the thing Air- that Air- they the printed Empire. after that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. all 80 million X-Wing books. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Zahn is a magical man if you do not know for Star Wars literature. I, I've heard that name a lot. Uh, I did so so here's here's where I live um, Scottsdale uh, <laughs> now you know <laughs> that is that is a galaxy far away from some of you and uh, for others maybe it was a long Even time if ago you live I don't next know. to Scottsdale it's still technically it, a galaxy far far away it, from it, other people it can be yeah yeah <laughs> yep. um, no so so I did not grow up with Star Wars um, for whatever reason my my uh, late father didn't care for it much I mean he didn't say that it was trash or anything but he was just I was I remember specifically one time we were sitting in the living room and flipping through channels and there was the scene that I later learned was the opening to Empire Strikes Back where they're on Hoth and and freezing and cutting open the Tauntaun to stay warm and I said oh Star Wars we should rent these movies sometime and my dad said eh and That's so, which is right, it's which fair. is fine. You yeah. know, my dad certainly liked a lot of weird sci-fi stuff and didn't like others. And and yeah. for whatever reason, well, Star Wars is not. That's even within the Star Wars universe itself. I mean, there's plenty of people like myself that I love the older stuff, but don't like the new stuff. So, sure, I mean, it's just right. not all Star Wars is for everybody. I right? love it all <laughs> <laughs> with a magical rainbow over my head. <laughs> um, yeah, so I didn't see Star. I didn't see the original Star Wars. Uh, which has since been retitled A New Hope, um, until I was probably a sophomore in high school. Okay. And I didn't see the other two um, until the prequel trilogy was coming out. Okay. Um, and so I saw them in the wrong order. I, I watched them in the order of, uh, was it 415263? Oh, hey, okay. that's kind of like my order. My, or- <laughs> my order was... Uh, Two, four, five, three, six, one. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just all wrong. All wrong. Uh, but but also by the time I was that sophomore in high school, you know, it was 97, right? So it was when the original trilogy was getting re-released in theaters. The special editions were coming out on video. Um, and so at that point, Star Wars was just such a big part of pop culture. I knew that, spoiler, Darth Vader was Luke's father. I knew who Yoda was. I knew what a, a TIE fighter was. I knew what an X was like I you know there's just things that you can't escape uh, if you're in nerd culture in in North America well I mean just in general people know what a lightsaber is even if you've never seen anything Star Wars you know lightsaber is just we have plenty of people in our saber group that I'm a part of that you know they a lot of them are not big Star Wars fans some of them are more Star Trek fans than Star Wars fans sure yeah they, they all come from different walks of life but they all enjoy the passion of whacking each other with glow sticks so <laughs> right right I mean there's lightsabers in Smash Brothers there is yeah. they're called beam swords but they're lightsabers we all know it it's just they don't want to get you know sued right right <laughs> so yeah um, you know so I, I have seen all 
what do we got? Nine, eight major episode movies. I've seen Rogue One. I've seen Solo. I saw the Clone Wars animated movie. Yeah. Uh, which is really just like four episodes smashed. So you've together. never seen Ewok Adventures is what you're saying? I have not seen Ewok Adventures, okay. but I have seen some random episodes of the old Ewoks cartoon. Oh, there you um, go. Also droids. Okay. Also, I've seen about... 14 hours of the 77 days that make up the holiday special because boy does that thing move slow as curse words apparently I got married on life day did you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> the action. So for those of you that don't know, in the holiday special, November 17th is life day for the Wookiees. And huh. I got married on Wookie November 17th. Day. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. I, uh, that's, that's great. Um, yeah. yeah so, I remember it, I suppose. So, so I, used yep. to, I used to own a comic book store. And uh, one day, one of my uh, co-owners um, brought in a copy, a bootleg copy of the holiday special. And okay. none of us had seen it. And so we, we decided, hey, let's sit down and watch it. And it was a slow day. It was like a Tuesday when there's not really a lot going on in comic stores. Um, and so we were like, cool, we'll watch this, and if anyone comes in, we'll go help them, whatever. Everything else was all cleaned up. And we got, like, halfway through that first scene with the Wookiees. Just, just yeah. They're, they're, they're sitting around. Dude, I swear, I swear. I was sitting there for two and a half hours in that ten-minute scene. Like, it just dragged on and on and on. And Grandpa Wookiee's looking at, like, hollow porn or something. And, like, Mama Wookiee's in there cooking and mad that Baby Wookiee's trying to sneak tastes of cookies or whatever. And I was like, what? What is this? Why is this? Why does this exist? And I understand why the holiday special has never been released on uh, home video. Um, and I, why it will forever live in infamy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The only, I mean, the, the, the one redeeming thing about the holiday special is the Boba Fett cartoon. Yeah, That's Boba. actually yeah. pretty cool. Um, and Starship doing uh, doing a song in there because eh, it's Starship. They're doing a thing in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Sure. That actually kind of makes sense, I guess. So, all right. That was um, also back in the time period where they like everybody did television holiday specials. Like, right. An event, right. No, and it is from like what, 1978 or 79. Yeah. Like it's before Empire Strikes Back came out. Like yeah. it was the second big Star Wars yeah, thing. Yeah, it was always one of those toys. things for like, people to do big holiday specials. Yeah. You know, singing and yeah. dancing and guest stars and all that kind of stuff. Right, so. and it's the era of variety shows and stuff. Yeah, so, exactly. sure, it is a product of its time, but boy, it does not age well. No, 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 no. no so, no. Well, Andy, why do you bring us here today about all the Star Wars nerdiness? Well, so there's just, there's some stuff about Star Wars that I don't understand, and I figure if I don't understand it as someone that has owned a comic store, worked in another comic store, and been in general nerd culture for, uh, I mean, since I was born in the early 80s, basically. Yeah. Um, there's probably a lot of our listeners that maybe don't know all of these Star Wars things. Um, as I said, you know, I've seen the movies, so I'm not going to ask random trivia things. Like, I know um, uh, Salacious Crumb, right? I know he's the guy that cackles like a hyena and hangs out with Jabba the Hutt, yeah. right? I know the, the Cantina band. Um, like, you know, I'm not going to ask. Rebo. The Max Rebo? Yeah, yeah. I know that one of the bands plays a musical style that's called Jizz. Yes. That's, which, that, that's, that's the, the, uh, the, that's the, the Jizz Wailers are in the cantina. The yeah. guys with the weird face and, like, the little, like, saxophone uh, that's got just, like, a tiny reed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, like, I'm not going to go into, like, hey, what are these weird deep dive trivia things? But just kind of general, like, yeah. hey, let me ask some Star Wars fans things about what they think about Star Wars. Okay. But uh, because we've established that I just kind of know very basic stuff, uh, let's. I, I wanted to ask you guys some stuff. Um, Yay! All right. Hey, I'm a disclaimer before we ask any questions. Yeah. Yes. All right. These are things that we're remembering off of our memory. Yep. Yes. We don't have a computer in front of us to get nope. exact names, locations, times, anything like that. So if we have to generalize something or get something off, we apologize ahead of time. Yep. Sure. We're just doing this off the top of our head. Also, also going to add on to that, that some of this information we may have looked at once yeah. and, and barely also, remember. Uh-huh. <laughs> and some of my stuff is dated because they have changed continuity yeah. so long that sure. there's characters that like I know a ton about, but now they have completely different stories. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. Right. No, so. for sure. Sure, and I, that's part of the reason I didn't want to go into the trivia thing yeah. because, hey, if you want to look up any Star Wars trivia stuff, Wikipedia is a fantastic oh, resource. Yeah. You know, you go on there, just click random page, right? And you can find all kinds of and, little and, random well, cool and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about Jack Porkins, and I was like, "Who is Jack Porkins?" And I looked uh, him up on Wikipedia, <laughs> and it's like a fifty-seven page 
biography on the guy yeah. because he's in like he's actually in the original trilogy as a character but he's only in like five minutes as one of the random X-Wing pilots yeah. yep and it's like but th- there have been comics and comics where he appears and, yep. and just all kinds of so yeah if you want to know the trivia stuff hey there's a resource out there that hey if you have the internet which you do because you're listening to us mm-hmm. uh, you can just go look stuff up so that's why I wanted to get more of the fan side stuff. Right? Yeah, no, no, that's uh, man, cool. So, okay. um, so let's just start with how did you guys each find Star Wars? Go ahead and let you start with it. So, I found Star Wars a lot, a little bit later than I think most kids my age did, because a lot of you and know you were born in the mid nineties, yeah, right? In the, yeah, in the mid nineties. Okay. So obviously the prequels weren't out yet. It was only the originals and mm-hmm. all the stuff that came beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't really like I, I was all Disney and toys and I would you know I was like four right right <laughs> um, and then you know episode one comes out don't hear about it episode okay. two comes out in two thousand two don't hear about it then there is this one day where I don't know what happened just suddenly things started clicking in the back of my brain as if like Star Wars had been standing in front of my face the whole time and I did not realize that's what it was <laughs> um, I was like fourth grade on the playground hanging out with some kids mm-hmm. and we're like hey guys can I join and play and they're like oh yeah we're playing Star Wars I'm like cool what's that <laughs> <laughs> is there any parts for a girl to play yeah there's a queen and a princess cool what are you guys oh we're the Jedi Knights okay where do I say you're gonna stay in the castle okay realize at this point my uh-huh. little like fourth grade brain is going princess is a queen a castle with knights I'm where's the fire breathing dragon at this point uh-huh. right, right, right. <laughs> Mustafar so, yeah, Mustafar exactly <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know what that is it's a, it's a planet oh okay um, is it a planet with a fire breathing dragon no it's a lava planet okay it, it's it, there kinda, might be dragons it's, there it's if Venus was breathable that's where you'd be oh wonderful yeah, yeah. that's where I'd be <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be Mustafar but, okay. um, but either way though so I, I was like okay I play with them and then suddenly from there I just started seeing Star Wars stuff on the shelves I started seeing you know advertisements on TV because this is when they started promoting episode 3 okay mm-hmm. um, and then suddenly one day I go over to my uncle's house and he's got episode 2 on now I was a kid that squirmed at a lot of different movies and mm-hmm. things like I couldn't handle like the first part of Pirates of the Caribbean okay like it was just too scary for you or I started crying when that little boy was left alone okay and he was looking for his mom during okay. the raid okay <laughs> like that's how much it traumatized me as a child okay um so and I just couldn't handle scary monsters I couldn't handle all of, any of that and then I watch I come walking in and it's the battle of Geonosis and there's those creatures and the Geonosians and I'm like this is so cool <laughs> <laughs> so I sat I watched my uncle let me borrow the movies okay. I watched them completely out of order uh-huh. and then episode 3 was the first one I ever saw in theaters and then from that point on I was completely hooked <laughs> okay so, Josh, I te- uh-huh. so I technically grew up, on, grew up on the Clone Wars, by the way, if anyone wanted to know. Sure, yeah, go. <laughs> um, I actually can't remember the time of my life where I was a Star Wars fan. My parents actually went on their first date to uh-huh. the first Star Wars movie oh, in the so theater. Cool. Oh, um, And I, as far back as I can remember, I remember having Star Wars toys and Star Wars, just watching it. Mm-hmm. It just, it's what I always remember. Like, I remember one of my earliest Christmases as a kid, my uncle giving me some of his hand-me-down toys from, you know, when he okay. was younger. He gave me, uh, like, a Batmobile and, you know, from the old 70s Batman yeah. and stuff like that. And I remember playing with my Jedis in there. Okay. So, <laughs> and you, you, like me, you were born in the early 80s. Yeah, well, yeah right? I was born okay. in 81. So okay. just, there was already a ton of Star Wars toys and everything out sure. already right, and right, stuff. Right. So, yeah, just it's always been a part of my life. Okay. Like, I can't, I can't honestly think of a time... Okay. But I wasn't around. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, I remember watching them with my parents when I was real little, mm-hmm. and just, we always had them, so <laughs> just, you know, just Betamax, VHS, and all that stuff. Sure, you know, just, right. It was one of those things, we always had them around. Um, and just, I don't know, I just, I always liked Star Wars. Yeah. It was always fun for me. It was just okay. one of those things where it was just, I loved the characters, I loved space, I loved everything, you know, yeah. everything about it, just, it, yeah. it appealed to me. And and I, I will say that watching it as a, a young adult, when I did, uh, I absolutely see why all of my young, or why all of my, my male friends, it absolutely appeals to young boys. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, it's, well, it's, and then when, we, when I was little, when I was, like, I, they were still putting out... R- 
Return of the Jedi stuff when I was old enough to be wanting toys and okay. things like that. And yeah. So, I mean, I remember going to the store and like begging my mom for a Han Solo blaster. Uh-huh. One of the ones from Return of the Jedi. I remember, mom, please, 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 uh-huh. I have it. You know, wanting to get one of the, they didn't have the extendable lightsabers at the time. It was just sure. a big stick. Right. You know, but uh, <laughs> no, you can't have that one. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> the little brother running around. Was, right. You know, I remember all that stuff. I had a, the Wookiee bandolier that you got to put all the figures in okay. and stuff. You know, okay. and carrying cases for everything. Just, it was always, yeah. always, always Just always there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then let's let's keep going on the the personal side a little bit, just okay. you know, because mm-hmm. I I think it's it's good for the listeners to kind of know where we're all yeah. coming from. Yeah. Right? Um, which Star Wars movie? And and let's just go with the main episode of the you know. Okay, we don't have episode nine out yet because we're filming. Yeah. We're yeah, yeah, recording yeah, yeah. this before. Are that, we but, counting the sol- the uh, stories as well, like Solo and Rogue One? Um. Whatever your question is going to be. Yeah, my question is which which movie is your favorite? But I'm gonna let's just stick to the main episodes for okay, now. Okay, so the main episodes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll let you go first, Josh. Oh man, that's that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know Stephanie's answer because we've talked about this before. But yeah. Just because, I, you know, when I was a kid, he was always my favorite. Sure. Ever since I was little, it's probably Empire because I love Boba Fett. I okay. loved Lando. Oh, that. Those were my two I mean, characters, it's Lando. man. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, yeah. Always loved those characters. Okay. Okay. Um, for me, it, it will have to be the first one I ever saw in theaters, which was Return Reven- Revenge of the Sith. I'm yeah. Return of the Jedi. I'm not that old. Um, <laughs> hey, you could have seen it in the late 90s when it was re-released. I mean, I could have, but true. I was too busy watching Toy Story for the 50th time. Um, <laughs> that sounds like little kids. Yeah. 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 Anyway, no, uh, it, it would be Revenge of the Sith because I really okay. did enjoy it because by that point, I I hadn't seen all the films, but I had gotten the basic plot. So that sure. when I saw episode three and it tied everything together, it actually hit me more emotionally that I think it hit my uncle or any other Star Wars fans that were really okay. kind of into it because that was the that was the the, the the cherry on top that kind of said this is the universe you were meant to be a part of. I see. Okay. Um, okay. And it was actually one of the reasons why I wanted to get involved in film and theater and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Um, now, I will say that I have gained love, though, for A Last Jedi. I have gained absolute sure. love for it. Yeah. And it has been fighting back and forth with three, but three still holds my number one. Okay. So. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Interesting side note, though, going back to the, the yeah, thing with please. my parents and going to uh, Star Wars for their first day. Yes. When it was re-released in theaters, uh-huh. they took my brother and I to go see it for their anniversary. Aww. <laughs> so the whole cyclical <laughs> coming back on it. That's amazing. So. That's, that's very sweet. Um, okay. All right. Um <sighs> So my next question here is, uh, what did I, I, just, I wrote canon versus legends, and I don't even remember what I was trying to ask. Um, Maybe just what's the difference between the two? Yeah, I mean, so, so okay, yeah. So my understanding, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong or you can stick out specifics, is, mm-hmm. is when Disney bought Lucasfilm in 2014, um, they said basically everything except for the movies and the cartoon series are no, or uh, the current cartoon series were no longer canon. Yeah. Um, and previous to that, everything that had been released had been canon, maybe? For the most part, okay. uh, there were certain storylines that were considered canon in the books, mm-hmm. but and some like side shoot little things that okay. were kind of just iffy, like who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah, you never side know. stories. Right. Um, but yeah, until then, like especially all the prequel information mm-hmm. that they happened afterwards, that was all canon. And then okay. they decided they were going to make uh, some and to be more honest, movies, and then they kind of scrapped everything. Mm, sure. I mean, to be honest, though it. it it is a kind of hard to follow, especially if you were entering yeah. into the Star Wars universe well, and you didn't know what to read. They because started were... changing things anyway because yeah. uh, with the Clone Wars cartoon series, mm-hmm. they had <laughs> they had gone in to develop so much back lore for a bunch of things, mm-hmm. and then they decided like, oh yeah, you know what, we're going to do this on the cartoon, and then it conflicted with the old lore, so they went, I ah, just go with cartoon. Okay. So, which was okay. very disappointing for those of us that, that really like a lot of that right. stuff. So, well, and no, I mean, I, I will say, you know, as a, as a Transformers fan, right? Like, it's a bummer to me that so much old '80s Transformers stuff yeah. isn't Transformers canon in any of the newer interpretations yeah. at all, right? Uh, so, I understand being disappointed, and hey, the thing that I grew up with doesn't count. But yeah. I also understand, especially in the case of Star Wars, because it's not rebooted every couple of years. Um, mm-hmm. It's just and, continuing. <laughs> right. At yeah. a certain point, yeah, you do kind of need to, if you're going to be making new stuff, you do sort of need to streamline yeah. what's, what's it, out it, it there. It makes right? sense to try to, to, to 
differentiate between the two, especially when they're going to make movies afterwards. Right. Yeah. As where I, I, I didn't really see why they didn't just go like, okay, the stuff that takes place after this point is no longer canon. Yeah. You know, and just we're going to incorporate the rest of this into it because we have a starting off point that we can go from here. Yeah. Sure. And sure. So that that made more sense, especially with because the, there's so many people so so heavily invested with so much things that yeah. do with the legacy stuff. So like the five hundred first and everything like that, dealing mm-hmm. with the Mandalorians and the language and the culture and everything like they mm-hmm. helped. The authors build that from the ground up, and sure. then it all got thrown out because Ahsoka. So it just it ends up turning into <laughs> Ahsoka just, and the new Mandalore, and yeah, all yeah. The, it's uh, yeah. there's there's a large contingent of people that can't stand the the, the, the Clone Wars cartoon because specifically because that destroyed so much of, uh-huh. of the legacy canon. So okay, but yeah, technically there's bits and pieces that are still canon, but mm-hmm. and it's little bits and pieces. And like, thankfully they haven't like completely gone out and like had like a book burning thing where they grabbed all the old canon saying no. <laughs> it's not really anymore. You can't read this anymore. Yeah. Like, right. Thankfully, it's not to that extent. It's still like we understand that this is what you grew up on, mm-hmm. and we want you to keep reading it and keep buying these books and keep enjoying this and everything like that. But it's like if you want an idea of what the actual timeline of things are, mm-hmm. here's what it is a little cleaner, a little yeah. neater than what was Basically, there before. Any, kind of anything that took place from the start of the movies with the Clone Wars mm-hmm. to the end of Return of the Jedi. Okay. Anything that happened in the books between those things mm-hmm. is no longer canon. Right. That and it makes for it. Some are still canon. Okay, it's like uh, mostly most stuff that had to do with the uh, the ancient old republic and the ancient Sith and things like that. Mm-hmm. Most of that stuff still canon because it's thousands and thousands of years. Sure, past. they still have literally will not affect they, anything that happens. In the they also haven't decided about. what they're doing with that part of the uh, of the timeline yet yeah. either. So it's like oh, we can keep like, that canon. Because there's still certain things okay. that they're leaving, like you know Darth Bane and a few of the others out there. I mean, he was are, in Clone Wars, so yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, there's certain things that are still canon as far as that goes because they left things like the Rule of Two and you know other things like that in there that are still canon, but then they changed other stuff that had to go with that. Happen mm-hmm. in the future, so it just yeah. again kind of those timey wimey, right, goobly, right, goobly, right, goobly right, kind right. of things. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and and here's the 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 side to all of it is it's still fiction, right? Yeah. Like yeah. they're not, and and if you want those old books, they're still out there. A lot yep. of them are still being printed. They just have a Legends banner on yeah, them. And, yep. and so. they're still fantastic books. If you like oh, Star yeah. Wars, there's no oh, reason. Yeah. Like, all you just have to remember is that, like, oh, wait, this takes place way after Return of the Jedi. It's just not in the same movies I've seen or anything. Sure, completely right. Different. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, hey, there may be contradictions. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So. so there'll be characters that you don't recognize in there that are, you know, like, the solo twins and things like that, but oh, right, yeah. yeah, and Ben yeah. Skywalker, yeah, Ben Skywalker, <laughs> Mara Jade, yeah. Well, everyone, yeah, the thing yeah. is, though, Mara Jade is one of the few from she's expanded canon, universe, that, right? I don't know, actually. I thought they still like not necessarily that she was married to Luke, but she's still canon as a character. I thought I will. Be, We'll probably, I, get, I, we'll, yeah. we'll probably get some some clarification on that when the new to the Timothy Zahn yeah Thrawn trilogy comes out. I'm sure so. Because okay. those are both characters of his. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, um, actually, and and not that I was fully invested in it, but Shadows of the Empire is one of those things that I always thought was super interesting. Yeah. Um, I believe that's still technically canon, isn't it? I, you know, I looked right before we got on here because yeah. I wanted to double check, and it turns out it's it's not, except uh, Dash Rendar is the main hero of that. Yeah. And his ship, which I forget the name of, um, is inserted into the special edition of one of the original trilogy movies. Yeah. So they made the time, his ship it, canon it, technically well, him? Right. See, that's, that's why I wonder, because when they re-released the original trilogy, they added his ship in there and confirmed right. that that was canon. That was part of the movie canon. Right. Yeah. At that time. Which would have been 1997. Yeah. Which okay. is significantly before 2014. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I always thought that one was still considered because it was part of the initial... Yeah, and, and Shadows Empire is interesting because it's it, it was basically like, hey, here's a video game based on it, and here's the comic series, you know, adaptation. Here, well, trading cards, action figures, what, everything. Yeah, what a... What- Colonel organization was in Solo did the girl work for? Crimson Dawn. Oh, okay. Never mind. I was thinking it was Black Sun. I thought it was the same one. Mm-hmm. No, but Black Sun is in Clone Wars, so Black Sun and the Pikes are still... See, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> it's all so confusing. And, and so far, I don't think there's anything, it's from, from my level of knowledge, which is significantly yeah. lower, uh, I don't think there's anything that contradicts Shadows of the Empire at all. No, there's no. nothing in like, Shadows of the Empire that would contradict anything elsewhere either. That's why right. it, was, it was such a good story and he was able to fit into the continuity so <laughs> easily is because literally didn't change anything. Right. Right. It's, it's its right. own thing. Yeah. It's just, right. The only thing is that there's a lizard guy that occasionally talks to Vader and the Emperor. Yeah. Oh, just get rid of the lizard guy. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> you got well, Prince Ezor. Actually, that, yeah. yeah. Actually, I think the... Is he the same species as the guy that works with Thrawn that's like a lizard guy? I don't remember. Okay. There's a I'm thing. Trying, I, can't, I remember his name. I can't remember his species. Though. All right. Well, it's going to we'll, drive me nuts. 
We'll figure yeah, it out later. I'll, I'll look at his, the character card in the back yeah. of his figure. So, I, don't yeah. I don't know. I, I just remember when Shizor looked super cool um, and had that cool robe. And yeah, and, uh, yeah like I, I, I didn't have his toy, but one of my friends did. So, like, you know. No, like, all okay. the Shadows toys were really cool looking. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. The, that line that came out during the, I think it was during the Power of the Force line in it the was, late yeah, 90s. It was, it was uh, 97, I want to say, when all that yeah. was happening. 96, 97. So it was just before Power of the Force, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. remember. Or for sure. Power of Force 2 or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere yeah. around there. So. Um, but it was in that same. that that lead up to the special edition yeah. era. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah. So, okay. Um, so you had mentioned a guy named Darth Bane, and I, I wanted to ask a little bit about him. Ooh. So this Why is don't the, you mention how they put him into the... Tr- well, tr- I'll let you ask your question first, okay. and then yeah. I'll... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, so, sorry. yeah, yeah. No, so I, I know I said I wasn't going to ask trivia stuff, and I totally could just go look up Darth Bane, but I tried, and that page is too long for me to... Like, bother. <laughs> I mean, like, hey, I could go read this thing, or I could just ask, like... Hey, is Darth Bane important? Do I need to know who he is? Who is Darth Bane? Let me know something about him. Um, yeah, why don't you give us the official canon stuff that's in the Clone Wars, and then I can kind of expand a little bit about so better stuff. Prior to the Clone Wars, Darth Bane, if you've read any of the expanded universe before Clone Wars had even come out, mm-hmm. he was an important character for those who read the books. For those who didn't read the books, he was a name that was mentioned every now and then, at least for me. That's like, at least the case for me. Like I heard okay. his name. Mm-hmm. I heard even like you know Darth Revan. I heard all of these you know, Sith names from the Old Republic, but I never quite put them together of where they were coming from. Okay. Um, I thought it was, you know, I I, I just never figured it out Mm -hmm. until obviously years later. Um, When the Clone Wars came out, uh, there was the final season, which is known as the Lost Mission. Well, technically, it's not the final season anymore, Uh but um, (laughs) because there's now a new one coming out. But no, in the Netflix season... um, which is known as The Last Missions, which is season six, the final episodes, Yoda is going on this, like, spiritual journey where he act. this is where he actually tries to figure out how Qui-Gon can show his ghost in contact with anybody who's still alive. Okay. Um, while Yoda's on that journey, he reaches the planet of Malachor. Mm-hmm. And on the planet, he not only incorporates a Darth Yoda... Oh. Like, there's, like, an evil version of himself. Okay. But there's also Darth Bane. Okay. And, like, this, like, phantomous form, and it's... It was enough to make grown men squeal <laughs> when they saw when, when he came on. Like, I, like, immediately by that point, I knew who Darth Bane was. I, uh-huh. like, had figured everything out, and then I saw that, and I was like, oh, my God, it's Darth Bane. <laughs> you know, like, I was freaking out uh-huh. um, and everything, and it was really cool. And the coolest part about it was that he was voiced by Mark Hamill. Ooh. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah, fun. Mark, so That's fun. Our good old boy Luke voices, you know, Darth Bane from the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was really cool. It was... I think he's important just for what the history before everything happened is. Okay. And for the cosplay and the expanded universe world. Sure. But if you're just looking at the basic central Star Wars timeline that right. we all know and love... You just know he's a mysterious, creepy-looking guy from the Clone Wars. Yeah. Okay. That Yoda fights. Okay. <laughs> if you've read the books, though, you know that he is actually very central to everything. Because okay. Because he is actually mm-hmm. the Sith that brought back the rule of two. Whereas mm-hmm. there's always a master, there's always an apprentice. There's okay. only two Sith at a time, which is what you see in the uh, prequel trilogy with mm-hmm. episodes one, two, and three, where there's Bingo. just Palpatine and Darth Maul. And then, right. and then, and then he takes he another apprentice, this Dooku, and yeah. the, you know, just then, that kind of thing. Yeah. And the purpose behind that was it was an ancient Sith belief that if the dark side was spread between spread between a lot of people, mm-hmm. no one would be that powerful. Mm, okay. And he found that when he was studying to be a Sith and everything like that, and he ended up uh, helping to basically destroy the entire Sith Empire mm-hmm. and a good chunk of the Jedi Order yep. at the same time. Okay. And went into hiding, and that was when they basically thought they had killed off all the Sith, and there was mm-hmm. rumors occasionally that there would be one, and uh, he basically made it again to where the Jedi thought they killed the Sith off completely. Okay. That was why when in the movies you hear that, well, they haven't been seen for thousands of years, and mm-hmm. you know there always supposed to be a master and apprentice, it was because he fed that information to them, mm-hmm. so they would know about it, okay. and made it look like he got killed and everything else, and meanwhile he was in the background with a, uh, an apprentice, and they were basically running the universe from... Plotting and scheming. Just using the dark side and everything else not to overly show power like the Sith Empire had before, but Mm -hmm. to gather political power and money and everything else and, you know, use his dark side powers to manipulate and to gain Mm -hmm. and to just create actual power in the universe versus just raw power of the force. Okay. If we were to lay if we were to lay him down not lay him down, but if we were to set him next to the other Star Wars villains that exist, Mm 
and I'm gonna just keep it with just the canon villains. Yeah, just the movies. And, and, and if we and we add Darth Bane to that list of canon villains. Mm-hmm. He's sitting up there with Thrawn, and Thrawn is sits pretty high on that list. Like for sure, like it's he's like Vader, responsible Thrawn, for killing and then Darth Bane. Yeah, he's probably killed more Jedi and Sith than anybody else. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, even with Anakin killing everybody in the temple, uh-huh. he's probably still killed more Jedi and Sith than anybody. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, I didn't actually write this one down, but I, I don't know who Thrawn is. So. Timothy Zahn, uh-huh. the magical writer of yes. Star Wars, uh, yeah. <laughs> of Star Wars literature, he uh, in the eighties is it nineties ninety three I think was it nineties ninety two or ninety three all right around there he wrote a series of books and introduced this imperial character by the name of Grand Admiral Thrawn okay and Thrawn is a chiss which means he has blue skin red eyes. Um, his species was kind of known to be mixed up with uh, the Pantorans who also have blue skin. But they have normal eyes. They have, like, gold eyes. Okay. Um, and are completely different than the Chiss. Um, and after he was in those books, like, he became a very beloved villain. Like, he was considered okay. to be one of the baddest guys in Star Wars. Okay. Like, up there with Vader and Maul and... Yeah, he was basically, like, the tactical genius of the Empire. He uh, really okay. was. He, okay. he had defeated part of the the Empire when they came to his planet with a ragtag group of ships, basically, like, mm-hmm. where he was able to stop them. The Emperor yep. took notice of it, was like, hey, this guy, he's a tactical genius, and recruited him, and he was the only alien commander at he all was. within the Empire. Oh, wow. He, he was. was. a non-human that was allowed a uh, position of rank within huh. the Empire. And... Okay. and uh, he, he was a, a, a genius. He was. And uh, from the Outer Rims and everything, and just and a really cool, cool character. Just super manipulative, okay. like, just... He wasn't, like, you know, he, he wasn't the kind of, like, villainous character that would get all angry and and, and shout and, like, throw, wave his fist at you. He was very calm. He was collected. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, he'll get a little stern in his voice, but he could give you an ice-cold glare that would melt your skin off. <laughs> yeah, he was one of those, those villains where he would never try to stab you, but no. he would... But he definitely can make you ass. feel like you should go stab yourself <laughs> oh, okay. for failing him okay. if you were on his side. And if you weren't, yeah, yeah. Somebody, you'd know somebody's going to come stab yeah. you real quick because of that look in his eyes. For sure. <laughs> and, if you, and if you don't have ever have the chance, and this is for anybody out here who's listening, if you don't have the chance to go out and read the books yet or you don't have a copy in your hand, mm-hmm. for now, I would suggest take a look at the uh, Star Wars Rebels because they brought him into canon. So okay. he's officially in a canon character. Okay. And just watch what he does, and you sit there and go. Personality and his his whole thing was he would devise species personalities and mm-hmm. ways to defeat them, and how they worked by looking at their art. Yep. Huh. Like he he would study like artwork of uh, say like the um, Mon Calamari, and he would okay. know exactly how to go about and defeat them and trick them and do whatever he wanted to 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 manipulate them into the, what the things that and he wanted. And if you beat Thrawn. He was he he would he wouldn't you know chase after you he wouldn't you know mm-hmm. immediately say get them you know he would be impressed and he would let you get away yeah okay. this Only time to get you back worse the next okay. time. Bingo. all right all right it's like oh you escaped me this time hmm but that's what we all last crook a little bit of a smile and be like yeah. Yeah, they did good yeah. let's get him next time okay you know? all right so but um, he wasn't over maniacally evil or anything he, oh, was, God, he believed no. in the empire oh no that was really all it was okay and according to Dave Filoni uh, because if you haven't seen the Rebels series finale which I highly recommend watching the show it's really good um, but in the series finale something does happen to Thrawn Mm. And it has been confirmed that Dave Filoni is creating, like, another animated series here in the future after Resistance and everything that's supposed to be kind of like a sequel to Rebels. I put air quotes around that because it's not actually a sequel. Okay. But it's supposed to bring Thrawn back in it, and that is post-Episode 6. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. So it has been confirmed by Filoni that there is definitely more Thrawn. I was still honestly shocked that they didn't use him as a bad guy in the movies. Like, that still blew (laughs) me away. that that brought Darth Maul back, so it's great. (laughs) Thrawn's it was so like when they introduced Snoke, I was like, "Really?" And then the weird little like Podunk Admiral kid, I was like, "Why would you use Thrawn? Like, so, this is such an easy character. Like, why? I mean, but, if you're gonna kill him off, you can at least have him there to be like." But this how does he look at thirty? At, you know, thirty years later. Well, but you know, they at least have a reason why the Empire was still such a threat if they had a Thrawn there. They, you'd be like, okay, okay they got a military guy that guy actually go. knows what he's doing. That's why the Empire hasn't been wiped out. So that's a nice segue because literally the next question I have is Snoke. 
Snoke? Question uh, so, yeah, yeah, that's everybody's question. Okay, no, I, I, I kind of thought that that was, that was the answer. Um, yeah, because after watching episode seven and eight, it's like, uh, so here's this Snoke guy who's clearly supposed to be the new version of the Emperor. Uh, I, I was thinking what, it was a case of one writer and another writer not talking and having a good conversation about what they want to do with things. And, sure, right. You know, just, no, and, that's I what mean, happens when you have too many he, hands in a cookie jar. So he, he never appeared in anything else? He's just in this no, movie? No, but it's just in those two movies. Yeah, okay. They might have done something in one of the recent books or something. I don't know. I haven't uh, read any of the recent I think ones. After, <laughs> I know Phasma, the, bo- the, the book on Phasma. Yeah. Uh, I know that dives in more into Hux, but I know that Snoke is in it. I haven't gotten to that part yeah, yet. Yeah, from what I understand, it's, just, um, it's like bit parts. is just a, like, oh, he's the Emperor character ordering things sure. around. And I think about, like all we really know. Okay. But we don't, we don't know how he came to power. We don't no, know. No, we have no idea. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, there was no, tons of clue. theories okay. that he might have been uh, Darth Plagueis. There's all kinds of different things going around. Sure. Yeah. Ended up the, right. There's, there's all nothing. these theories on who Snoke might be, but I think... And, and I'm just going to say this from my own like personal opinion. Uh-huh. I think the fact that they weren't trying to focus on there's another emperor out there who's uh-huh. ruling everything. It's kind of more of like... I don't think we're supposed to be worried about him. I think it's supposed to be the ki- I think it's supposed to be you know Ben Solo over here. Yeah, we should yeah. be actually worried about. So I think introducing him as the mentor character, and then giving him the boot, mm-hmm. the following movie, mm-hmm. kind of says, okay, so Kylo Ren's hero's journey, our villain's journey is over, okay. and here and, we go. And now he's the big bad. And now he's the big bad. Okay. So I, I don't know. I feel like if we get more information in nine, or if we get more information in any of the books or the comics, we mm-hmm. could definitely answer that better. Okay. Last thing I read is that they're not even mentioning him in nine. Oh, like he's does, literally and his name's not in the script. And, and yet Leia's in it. Well, <laughs> it's also yeah. Carrie Fisher because we love her so much. We miss you, Carrie Fisher. Um, but no Akbar. Uh, well, putting him in would be a trap. So um, <laughs> that would have been the perfect way to close soon? out that how, stinking movie. How are we doing on time? Um, we should be all right. I think we, we got about 15 okay, or so Okay, cool. Minutes. Well, yeah. I have I have two questions, and one of them is going to take a while. Okay. So ask uh, the other one. <laughs> and, and this one will have a big, uh, a bit of a setup from me. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask the question and then give some examples. Uh, anyways. Um, <laughs> okay. Why is Boba Fett such a big deal? Now, before you guys start throwing your, uh, <laughs> your tomatoes at him, hold on. Hold on. Now, here's here's the thing. I, I, I haven't read the, the any of the books. You know, I've, I've skimmed through some of the comics over the years. Um, I have not read any Boba Fett exclusive comics because from what I have seen in, in the two movies where he features prominently, and yes, I know he's in the prequels as a little mm-hmm. kid. I'm not even counting those because eh, I, I will say, hey, that scene where he picks up Django's helmet and gets mad, like, cool. That's the best thing he's ever done uh, that I've seen. Because as far as I can tell, that dude showed up in Empire Strikes Back, picked up a frozen Han Solo, shipped him somewhere else, and then was hanging out with Jabba the Hutt and fell in a hole. And then uh, through some other random research I've I've <laughs> done, uh, I found out that he got out of that hole and then managed to fall in it again. <laughs> he, and did, then, he did. He fell in it again. And then managed what? to get out of it again. What? Uh, it was like a comic series or something. Yeah, so that it's, it's... I never heard that one. Before. Well, because because of the rule where, where everything was canon, mm-hmm. right? And and so this doesn't apply anymore because it's all legends and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I guess there was, uh, in the Marvel comic series, set between Empire and Jedi, or, uh, I'm sorry, set after Jedi, um, he escapes the Sarlacc pit. And after at the end of that storyline, he ends up falling back into it. And then there's a novel where he escapes the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. Which came out afterwards, but is set before that comic yeah, takes place. Yeah, and in the novels, he doesn't fall back in. He kills that thing right. when he leaves. Right, but because that novel is set right before the comic, that means at some point he managed to fall back down again because everything's canon. No, the Marvel comics <laughs> stopped being canon when DC took over, or uh, Dark Horse took when, over. Okay, well... The, the, the canon on the comics did change once Dark okay. Horse took okay. over. Either way, there are three instances of him falling down the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. So Until the Disney takeover, the official story for Boba Fett was the Mandalorian armor trilogy, uh-huh. and then the... Uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember, was it the... I don't know much of Boba's backstory. <laughs> it was before Yuuzhan Vong. I can't remember that big... Or was it right after Yuuzhan Vong? It was right after Yuuzhan Vong. As you can see, Josh is looking through his uh, memory. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, try, I can't remember right now. Okay. But, uh, but so, okay. Explaining so, Boba Fett, why he's so popular. I can actually right. answer this one fairly easily. Okay. Um, because coming from perspective as a kid, at the time when they introduced Boba Fett and everything like that mm-hmm. and the figures and stuff, it was just because he was such a mystery. He was this guy that showed up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Everybody was afraid of him. Okay. Everybody was afraid of him. Okay. And he just took off with Han Solo. 
You know, just like, it was just one of those like, what? Okay. <laughs> like, one of the most popular characters, this dude comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Even Darth Vader's like, you can't kill people. No. no. Darth Vader's telling this dude, stop killing people. Okay. That's true. You know, okay. like, no disintegration. Out, out of all these scary, scary looking like lizard men and like crazy, this right. dude with like bandages and pus coming off of him and mm-hmm. a killer robot, he singles out the one guy to be like, no disintegrations. You know, like just no, uh-huh. and yet all those other guys that are standing up there also have a high body count and disintegrate people. Yeah, right. So this guy that Darth Vader is singling out to be like, "Don't kill people." Mm-hmm. Who is this dude? Okay. Well, even Darth Vader's being like, "Calm down." Mm-hmm. Who is this guy? You can't tell who he is. He's got this crazy, cool-looking v- visor with the T slit in right, there. The Magneto helmet. Yeah. So it just there was this huge mystery build up to it, and then mm-hmm. the Star Wars holiday thing was the only thing we'd really seen him about him, other than Empire Strikes Back. Right. And most and, people hadn't even seen that. Yeah. And those who had were just it was this dude that showed up, and he was badass, and mm-hmm. had rode a dinosaur. Like, what well, kid's not gonna like that? Okay. Okay. So it just it was that whole mystery build up thing, and then it was disappointing when he died in the in the Return, but he was still. It was one of those things. Everybody was still scared of him and everything, and then he got killed by an accident. Okay. Or by the force if you want to. Okay. Okay. I and I will add in like you know with with the adding of the prequels and the in this in the in the cartoons and a lot of the new modern. Infra- like a lot of the new stuff that they've added to the sure. Star Wars universe. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously, a lot of the canon stuff isn't not the canon. A legend. Uh, Expanded universe stuff isn't canon anymore. Yeah, right. And they really went into depth with the Mandalorian culture and everything in the expanded universe. Sure, they did. Right. They and really that, that was another thing led to more of his popularity uh, as time has gone on. Because mm-hmm. they, yeah. they expanded so much on the Mandalorian culture mm-hmm. that people fell in love with that culture because it's so right. unique within the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. And uh, that just that really led to more people loving Boba Fett because he's mm-hmm. kind of one of the main things of that culture. So. Okay. And... To add along with it, like Dave Filoni actually said in an interview for season two of Clone Wars, because that's when they actually brought Boba in. Okay. Um, he said in an interview, like they wanted to bring Boba Fett in to explain a little bit more of his backstory. Okay. But they didn't want to reveal too much of their hand because he's still such a mysterious character. Okay. Yeah. They still that wanted to keep that level of mystery. So popular was that level of mystery because even in the books, like you knew who he was, but you didn't know, like his motivations were always still a mystery and everything. Mm-hmm. Like because these they were written before he. Right before the was turned movies. into a clone and everything right, like that, right. and that something else a lot of people thought took away from his character, sure, turning yeah. him into a clone. But yeah. there was just so much lore there, and so much that you just didn't know about him. All you knew is that he was a bounty hunter, and he had his own sense of code, uh, code of justice okay. that was literally the law of the land. Like mm-hmm. that was what he believed in. He didn't have anything against the em- or the rebellion, other no. than they weren't the lawful entity of the universe. So yep. that was why he went after Han Solo and all those guys because yeah, they exactly. were the lawful representation. Out in Tatooine, the Huts are the lawful representation. I mean, the so Huts. So he works and, for them. And the Huts have their own sector sector of space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just you know he he's a bounty hunter. He follows the laws of the area that he's in. And with the adding of of the prequels and of Clone Wars, it it definitely heightened more of why he is an important character because they weren't going to leave him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, they they wanted to show. Mace Windu just cut off your dad's head. And he tried for three episodes in Clone Wars to kill Mace Windu. Okay. And almost succeeded in one of them. Okay. To the point where two different Jedi had to go after him. Two different Jedi. And he and you know, and he's been to prison. Um, like at like the age of maybe I think fourteen, fifteen. Okay. Like he uh like they, they added that in the Clone Wars. Um he cr- he created his own ragtag bunch of bounty hunters that went on jobs together, which oddly enough all of the bounty hunters that are there in episode five are part of his ragtag bunch in later years. Hmm. So Vader. Interesting. So they changed everybody's origin then. Yeah. Bosk is in Clone Wars. Uh, IG88s in Rebels. Um, okay. But to <laughs> <laughs> so they changed everything then. What about Dengar? Did they at least? Dengar's in Clone Wars. He flirts with Ventress. <laughs> oh man. What's with Ventress? There's an episode and she actually kicks him off a train. <laughs> That makes me sad a little bit. I mean, she also threw Boba Fett into a chest and tried to sell him to slavery, too. And then he got back at her for that. Yeah. Um, Because originally, Boba Fett's, like, the only thing you know about his past was that he was a cop on Concord Dawn. Okay. And he got kicked off the planet because his methods in bringing people into justice were too extreme. Okay. He wasn't flat out killing people. Sure. But if he shot their leg off in apprehending them, who cares? They're a criminal. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, kind of that was so he was kicked so. off Conquer Dawn and ended up mm-hmm. becoming a Mandalorian mm-hmm. and everything like that. Yeah. And, and and he actually did play a very recurring role in Clone Wars. Actually, one of the this was technically supposed to be a part of the final season. Mm-hmm. They created the end, like the kind of stock animation for it, and released it onto YouTube. 
if you've watched the Clone Wars, which if, if you haven't, there is a bounty sure. hunter by the name of Cad Bane, who is an amazing bounty hunter character for that shit for that okay. series. Okay. Boba Fett kills him in one shot. Oh. They have a full on like you know. Is that the blue wah, wah. Guy? Yeah, uh, he's the okay. yeah he's the, the long faced. Yeah. Okay. I forget the name of the species, but um, but no, but like the full on like you know they're standing on opposite ends, you uh-huh. know, hands hovering above their blasters. Oh, like the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah, kind of kind thing. Of, okay. And then suddenly, just you don't even see Boba move, and then helmets flying off. There's a dent in it, but Cad Bane's the one dead on the floor. Mm. And it was like. Oh, so that's how they explain the dent in his helmet? Yeah, that Cad Bane's the one that put it there, but yet he killed Cad Bane. Sure, yeah, And that's solidified with everybody else. Even Hondo, that was in that scene for some reason. I think he was in that scene. Um, That was just like, hey, don't mess with this kid. (laughs) He's like 17, but this is happening. Okay. Okay. And that was in the... That was an animation that was not part of the series? It was supposed to be a part of the final season. It was never released. So right. fingers crossed we might get this in the new season. Okay. Okay. So. Hmm. But okay. either way, that's kind of, I think that's why he's kind of an important character is that he still has a sense of mystery and he's still kind of one of the most, like, you know, badass characters of Star Wars. Okay. But but, but not in the actual movies. But, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Like, but he'll just kind of remain kind of in the background of the films. Okay. So that's why I'm kind of open for a that movie. That frustrating about the, the prequel trilogy is <laughs> Jango Fett was also such a crazy badass. Yeah, Jango like, Fett's awesome. stuff they led up to in the right. whole, I mean, in the movies he gets taken out like an idiot. But, well, and everything else, like, he's just, it's he single-handedly killed like 30 Jedi. Mm-hmm. He was was actually in a one-on-one fight. He gets killed instantly. It's just like, come on! In the Clone Wars, they say that Jango Fett was a Mando. That they got, they kicked out of their culture. They kicked out of their civilization. They exiled him because of his methods. Because he was too too crazy in battle. Okay. When the when the Mandos kick you out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, and I don't know how they do their culture anymore now because the sure. But it was it was an extreme thing. They still follow it. Like a lot of the fans and everyone still follows it. So. Yeah, but according to the con- the continuity, though, it, they, it can't be canon because of what they did with like the new Mandalore lady and all that stuff. Like uh, that is so far divorced from Mandalorians, yeah. it's not even like. Yeah, no, and there's a reason why a lot might of might as well be Star Trek and Star Wars at that. Yeah, point. no, and there's <laughs> a reason why a lot of my friends who actually cosplay as Mandos and are a part of the Mando, the you know, the Mando Mercs. All of them have said that you know the, the the events of the Clone Wars with Duchess Satine's reign does not exist in their history, mm. and I'm sitting over here like, okay, My I'm curious. Was always, why explain. they didn't, like to, to the easiest way they could have combined both continuities was to be when the Empire was formed, mm-hmm. Mandalore. This planet was given the name Mandalore, mm-hmm. or when the Old Republic or whatever, however mm-hmm. far they want to go back, and the original Mandalore planet they can throw that into the, from the original continuity is lost to time. It was stricken from the record after the Mandalorian Empire was if taken they can away. Just give and me, that's it. If they can just give, and I say me because I really want this book, I think, more than anybody, but if they can <laughs> just give like an expanded universe novel that takes place before episode one about technically how Satine got power and they explain the, the, why the new Mandalore the way it is and what happened to the old one, I would be satisfied. Because I'd be like, yeah. okay, that's what See, happened. See, there's, there's then... several books that go into the Mandalorians before Episode One, well, and it's like all kinds of really good continuity so. that ties into the Clone Wars. That, but you don't get it; just it gets so confusing. Sure, they, they like, tried. Okay. They tried to fix it a this, little bit. In this Rebels. army of millions of Mandalorian soldiers that were trained not through Flash training, but just by one guy. No, yeah. no, no. There was tons and tons of Mandalorian generals that trained all these guys, but none of that's canon now. It just it gets so it's, confusing. It's okay. still technically canon just because of what they did with the houses and clans and rebels, but... Well, and they still could fix it. Yeah, they, yeah. they still I mean, have just time much. to add and fix things they and have, create yeah. more, so... They have a long, long time to fix yeah. it. They do. So. But, I am, okay. but I am hoping, though, just going to add one last thing on Boba Fett. Yeah. I am hoping that they do make a Boba Fett movie, and to quote my friend, mm-hmm. who is probably listening to this show... Mm-hmm. I hope that the movie is about Boa Fett chasing down old man Windu. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. I kind of think they won't just because yeah. of the Mandalorian series. I think if, or the Mandalore, yeah. however they, that's Yeah, I'm going to be curious that, what they do with that too. Depending on how, what they do with that and how they do lore and things like that, I think that will determine. that's taking place between three and four? I can't remember. I can, it'll, be, it'll be interesting. What they do with that, I think, will dictate what they do with the Mandalorians from the like yeah. the rest of the continuity. Because mm-hmm. apparently, from things that I've read, is that people working on the set are saying that they're using a lot of legacy stuff from the Mandalorians. Oh, but I haven't seen anything to confirm that anywhere. Yeah, it's just scuttlebutt on the internet. So like, you don't take that. They're with really right. trying to so. keep it under wraps. Yeah, yeah. so so, so it's kind of like Game of Thrones stuff. Like you get these things from people. Oh, I work on the set and I saw this, this, and this. Well, did you really? 
<laughs> do are you, you really? Are you like, just yeah. saying that? You know, are you yeah. just and saying how that? much stuff are they doing like to fake people out? Like, there's a bunch of stuff on Game of Thrones the other day. I saw it was like it looks like Jon Snow stabbing a certain other important character, but it's like, well. Are they filming fake scenes like they did with the last season to where you're mm-hmm. going to... Oh, no, yeah, that leaked. Too bad it's not actually something we're using, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so... Yeah. yeah so. Okay, well, we got a few minutes left, yeah. but I have one very important question, and this is possibly the most important question that I could ask you. <laughs> that we'll be able to answer quickly? Uh-huh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is worse, Jar Jar Binks or Ewoks? Kylo Ren. <laughs> wow. None of the above? <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I, why Kylo Ren? Uh, uh, 100% honest. I The newest two movies have made me yearn for when Jar Jar was the worst part about Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> I, I just, it's, I, it, it's I, just I, me for, like, it just, yeah, it's just yeah. me. It's just, I just <laughs> did not like, I mean, visually they're beautiful. And there was like that five minutes where Luke was fighting in the newest one that were enjoyable. But like, t- for me personally, they, they did so much to destroy the legacy of everything that came out before it, including the other movies, that it just it ruined it for me. And just it's that that scene where you see Luke going in there with his lightsaber over the bed, it just is like, okay, I'm completely done. Like this just ruined everything for hmm. me because it's such for me such a departure from the fact that the first mo- set of movies we have is all about him trying to redeem his father, who's the most evil man in the universe, but his nephew, who he's raising it basically as his own son, he's going to murder in his sleep. It, it, it just shows it really the dark side is uh, genetic. <laughs> the dark side is genetic in the Skywalker family, and Luke is the one who got like fifteen percent. <laughs> See, to me, that wasn't even a dark side thing. It was yeah. just such a divorcement from the character itself that it took me out of the new continuity. Hmm. Just, it was just, for, and that's just yeah. me. That was just that's, me. That's such you. A, you're, yeah. you're welcome to your own opinion. Yeah. So. Well, exactly. It's it just, and that was just me. I just, I kind of wish I left more time for this debate. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap this up real quick. But sure. the reason why I say neither is because. The the Ewoks that was their home world, uh-huh. and they were techn- yes they were a primitive species and you know but they were still kind of cute and adorable little creatures, and that you can't ate all the Imperial soldiers and rebels that died on the so planet. So you should not you should not mess with them. They will take you down. <laughs> Those weren't just Imperial helmets on the no, the <laughs> they were not. Those weren't just Imperial helmets. Nope. Um, the other thing is too is that uh, with Jar Jar, I mean I know a lot of people hate him. I sure. know a lot of people do. Yeah. The reason why I don't is because I can see why he was created Mm -hmm. and what they've done with him in the Clone Wars has actually validated it more that he was... To give you perspective, Jar Jar in Episode 1 was a dumb teenager who didn't know what the hell he was doing. Okay. Who was screwing up everything he did Mm -hmm. until finally he got his act together and actually was able to make a difference, even though he was still screwing up. Okay. When you get to to 2 and Mm 3 and even the Clone Wars... By that point, he's actually matured. He's actually figured out what to do. But he's still not the most coordinated person. He's probably the most clumsy, non-graceful being in the galaxy. Okay. But that does not stop him from trying to do the right thing. Okay. So I defend Jar Jar. (laughs) See, and I saw Jar Jar as, basically, he was the linchpin for Palpatine, as Palpatine was able to easily Mm. manipulate him without even having to do anything Mm -hmm. to come into power. I mean, Jar Jar literally is the person that gives Palpatine the power. It's true. So for me, I always saw Jar Jar was just, he was the thing that tied everything together for for what we had. So it was just... Yeah. The other thing I'm going to add, this is the last thing I'm going to say. If you have a hard time watching episode one, whether it be you or anybody who's listening, sure. if you guys I have actually, a hard I like episode one, and yeah. if it wasn't called Star Wars, I think people would like it better. Yeah. Probably. But, yeah. Um, but the thing is, though... Or a Star Wars story. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, no, but I want to say this. Like, if you actually have a hard time watching that movie, I would say sit down and watch it from this perspective. Watch it from the perspective that this is all Palpatine's plan. Sure. And he's just watching it fall apart. That, and before you read it, read the Darth Jar Jar Theory. I, oh my god, I, theory. Yeah, I have read the Darth Jar Jar thing, and that's that's pretty oh, fun. That makes my the brain. first three movies even better yeah. if you watch it that yeah. way. Yeah. I mean, I just watch it as the Obi-Wan stories because it technically is. Well. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> and Anakin. somebody likes you and McGregor. I mean, who doesn't? The I man just, is gorgeous. I, I, I just said somebody. I hell, hell, my own my own husband has agreed with me that that man is good looking. So. All right, everybody. That was good times. Yeah. Love talking Star Wars, but we will have to get out of here. We will see everyone soon. I'm Josh. I'm out. 
I'm Stephanie, and may the force be with you. <laughs> I'm Andy, and if you liked this format more than the one where we just go over normal pop culture stuff, let us know. Hit us up on social media. Yeah, and if there's anything um, you guys want us to talk about there you go. in yeah. this format or another, yeah. let us know. Yeah. So um, follow us on social media. We're at Atomic Monsoon on Facebook, Atomic Monsoon on Twitter, and Atomic underscore Monsoon on Instagram. I yes, remembered. I remembered. That is, that is correct. Um, and you can always email us at AtomicMonsoon at gmail.com. We still got our gear on Redbubble. That's right. And of course, you're, we're here every Sunday on the Variety Channel on VoiceAmerica.com. <laughs> Anything else? Peace. <laughs> <laughs>